is a difference between you and me. We both looked into the abyss. But when it looked back at us, you blinked. Hi guys, Angrafi here, and this is a DC Legends video. Welcome to Riddle Me This, where we answer your questions, go through comments, and try to have discussions that will help early to mid-game players. Before we get started, please hit the subscribe button, please hit the like button, and if you don't like it, just hit subscribe and you can hit dislike. That's fine by me, thumbs down it. So, in any case, on the call today, we have Dr. Zabaro. Hi there. And Emperor Ging. Hello. These are two of my most cherished alliance mates. You should already be familiar with Dr. Zabaro and Emperor Ging is, uh, he's been, wait, how long have you been part of the Drunken Irish Alliance? Couple of years. Yeah, uh, were you, I don't, I can't remember if you were there when I started. Probably just after. I think you came just, I think you came just after me, right around the old, um, Scott Gunn era, if we remember that. So, in any case, in today's video, we have actually a question from a subscriber, Adam Ellis. And then later on in the video, we're going to discuss our top three um, take backsies, mulligans. Basically, the three tunes that we wish we could have taken the resources from and put in a different three tunes. So, before we get to that, First, we're going to go to the question from Adam Ellis, and it is, I'll just read the comment straight out. Wondering if the next Riddle Me This, you guys could discuss possible teams to use for Nightmare Campaign Challenge. So, actually, I'll start off with uh, Dr. Zabaro giving us the uh, couple of ideas and comps that he would have for Nightmare Campaign coming up. Okay, from when and it comes to Nightmare Campaign, your key your number one key is to have Lex survival support suit, without question. So. And okay. then in addition to that, if you have Black Flash, uh, if you have those two, you can pretty much plug in probably anyone else that you want and get very, very far, if not completed. So Lex, Black Flash, um, there's, it, I, I wanna think about this in terms of course, who the characters work best. So under Lex, anyone that does buffs. Um, also, it's actually very useful if the characters under Lex are special damage characters that benefit from intelligence up, mm -hmm. like Black Flash. But I would say Artemis also. Um, Hippolyta it works very well under Black, uh, under Lex because she adds shields, so we're thinking about survivability here as well, especially mm -hmm. in the the later uh, stages. Uh, you may or may not need a taunter depending on how well you can get those mins and shields going, depending on who else. But if you if you need a taunter, of course, recommend Donna Troy or Power Girl. Uh, maybe even Clayface or Barda. But, and in addition to that, the other category I would say is that characters that can ramp up, characters that benefit from waves. So for instance, that would include Larflees, Artemis, Superwoman, Azrael, Darkseid, and Star Sapphire are some of the ones that come to my mind in terms of 
people that ramp up. And Star Sapphire actually helps with uh, survivability as well. So she's really good at doing two jobs, damage and survivability. So those are some of the characters. Uh, and I could give specific compositions, but I'm going to pause that and, and I'll let other folks add to the conversation before I give very specific uh, recommendations. And uh, Emperor Ging, um, what worked best for you when you were in Nightmare Campaign? What things did you see work? And actually, as we're talking about comps, what things did you struggle with or did you think did not work for you? I definitely struggled around mm -hmm. the last time the Nightmare Challenge was on. Uh, so this time, I'm, I think I'm going to be concentrating mainly on, I'm, I'm looking forward to using the new characters that have been released since the last challenge. So Black Flash, again, just to see what influence he can have. Um, and also Darkseid, I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do. As long as he can be protected um, and he's allowed to ramp up, um, I, I, th I think I think I think support suit Lex is obviously going to be my my go to because you're going to need that healing factor. You're going to need to keep everyone in the game. Um, but I I think it's it's going to be a case of trying to use because I remember reading one article where I think it was someone on Reddit was saying that they completed the whole challenge with maybe some level sixty gear nine tunes so that's pretty that's impressive, impressive. <laughs> yeah so yeah. I, you remember I don't, what the composition was no not at all i don't even think they they said i but, need um, to make a note to um try to find that article actually yeah i'd be interested to know what what teams they had because i really struggled and i had quite a host of 7011 tunes especially in the s tier category and actually I mean, and to be fair, I, I hate to be that guy, but I'm going to have to be that guy. When you're talking about Nightmare Campaign and saying 69, um, I've quoted Jay-Z on this channel before I'll do it again. We don't need you. We need more people. Like, I need to see a video of that. I genuinely need to see, I need to know what the composition was, the approach, and the video that says, like, you were able to do that. Because just saying it, I mean, I can say that I did it with a bunch of 59 characters. That doesn't mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I really yeah. want to know how that went. I, I, hope, I hope it's true. I hope he did it. I hope he was totally able to do it because that would be huge for a lot of mid-game players. But that is, yeah, okay. Anyway, I'm sorry. I continue, well, let, continue. Let, let me say, though, I have a composition that probably can do that. You think so? I, yeah. Okay. I don't use it because it is so incredibly time consuming <laughs> okay it is right. really yeah. time consuming but it's a turn i mentioned it before in one of our other podcasts and that's lex world's greatest detective red robin, red robin. donna troy donna troy yeah <laughs> but then you have to play that manual you have to play it manual you have to keep oh. red robin you have to keep the dynamic duo in yeah. a time in a turn meter loop so giving Red Robin, uh, constantly giving World's Greatest Detective turn meter up and then him reducing the cooldowns of everyone. Donna Troy reducing the cooldowns with her passive and giving everyone an, an, uh, um, an obscene amount of awareness. 
so that by the time you reach later, and then Lax does all the work with his third ability, which is constantly. You're going to sit there for like three, two hours. Yes, that's why I don't use it. But if you are, <laughs> if you are uh, a lower rank player and you're like, I want to win these rewards, it's mm-hmm. the way you can do it. It yeah. will be a time. It will be a time investment, but you'll be able to do it. Emperor Gang, you were saying uh, you were continuing on with uh, the 69 in uh, Nightmare Campaign. Yeah, I think this time I'm going to be a lot more invested in this comp. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think using our, our usual track group methods, um, I'm going to be a lot more involved in, in what we're doing, what teams, what's working, what isn't. And, mm-hmm. and you know, Red Robin is just one character that just I... I I don't have him at a very good level. I think he's R4 for me, and mm-hmm. I get to miss out on all of this Red Robin action that people talk about. So I really feel like I'm missing out by not having him at a decent level and geared. I think he's slightly overrated. I think he's a good tune, but... And I know that I know that Dr. Zabaro is probably staring daggers at me right now. I think he's really good, <laughs> but... I. I put it this way. I like him, and there are specific situations where I need to use him because he gives true sight and the turn meter up. So if I have a situation where I'm facing an Azrael, and then they have a Clayface as a taunter, and um, there's also an Arcus or something, then I'll use Red Robin with Arcus to one-shot Azrael, so that way I can get around the taunter. If I'm not, if they have Green Lantern Hal Jordan, and I'm not able to stun him with Kilowog, but that's a very specific situation. But every other time when I needed that turn meter manipulation, I just use like to me, Wally West is better, and that's the one but, I was using for a long guess what? time. That situation, that specific situation you mentioned, happens yeah. pretty commonly these days. <laughs> I mean, fair, fair, but it's just that. Like, okay, I'm not gonna argue, I'm not gonna argue that point. I'm not saying that he's bad. He's really good. He's a great, 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 great tune. But I think he's just slightly like eh, overrated. I think he's a little bit overrated. Again, again, Wally <laughs> West is another character that I haven't got a decent level. He's still in the R's, possibly R three. So again, I'm missing out on him. But I think I think this time, I think Darkseid's gonna make a big difference for me. I'm absolutely Huge. loving using Darkseid at the moment. What level is your dark side? Uh, he's L3. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, definitely. Then. But he's he's fully leveled, uh, mm-hmm. fully geared, and all of his... He's blue ringed out to, to the max. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to using his his assists. Mm-hmm. I think that I think his assists could be really beneficial as well. I, well, I, think, I think, actually, if you run him under Lex, it'll be better. Because his uh, his buffs will help benefit the whole team through Lex, and then you just use his basic, spam his basic, and his basic will stun the other team, which will also improve survivability. I think that's how I would use him, and I think Darkseid is absolutely a really good choice that you bring up there, Emperor Game. Emperor, do you have a Barda? I do. I absolutely do. I adore her. I think okay. I think in this day and age, um, you know, Bane was one of my favorite reds before. But as soon as Arceus got his rework, 
I think Bane was just nullified. Oh, no, that Bane, uh, Barda, Barda. Yeah, but it's, it's the same sort of Prince of Boy thing. I know Barda has her, her death immunity, but in, in the Arceus world, in these heavy-hitting greens, I, I'm using Barda less and less now, which is really unfortunate I'll, because she's amazing. I would say this because, and, and I'll get into Bane later because I've, I've loved him forever, and he's probably one that I overrate as I'm sitting here disparaging Red Robin, but... Barda also gives stamina ups. And so if you could find a way to run Lex, Darkseid, Barda, just to start off with, Barda's taunt, as well as her giving those stamina ups, means that Darkseid's three is going to slap, and you won't even have to worry about his A2. Because he hits for a plus 150 uh, damage when he has at least four stamina ups. So then you have Barda, who is much, much better in PvE content because she gets a chance to ramp up. You put her alongside Darkseid, she's giving stamina ups to everyone, which helps their, you know, increases their HP pool, helps the survival of everybody on that team. Then as she's giving stamina ups, those are buffs. Lex is going to be giving it up to overheal, and then your Darkseid is going to hit harder. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I, yeah, I'm looking, forward to, I'm looking forward to seeing that combination. Yeah. Actually, I just, yeah, you know what? I, I'm actually, I want to run that as a comp that I'll put out a video on as soon as Nightmare Campaign happens. And also, I, this time around, we're going to have Wonder Woman Champion of the Amazons to include as well. She's a beast. She is a beast. Oh, she's on sneaky, her way. Sneaky tip. Deathstroke is a beast, too. Uh, this this uh, video is going to come out um, a week from now, but... I just put up two um, YouTube short videos of Deathstroke um, absolutely just want, like soloing any heroic node on Chapter 8. And not soloing it as in like, oh, he can do it and take damage. Soloing it as in like he doesn't take a shot, except for like maybe the last boss sometimes. Like he, the only time he wasn't able to do it was when he ran into, Dark, uh, into Doomsday at the very end. But he was able to wipe out entire waves by himself without the wave being able to respond. That's how well built his kit is. So if you haven't, I recommend Deathstroke as well. What do you guys feel about evasion teams this time around? Oh, oh okay. Yeah, you're asking someone that hates evasion, so. And I love evasion. <laughs> I love evasion, but the thing is, is I love evasion because it's fun when when it does what it's supposed to do, and it's just like a, it's a thrill. It's like, it's like going to a casino. I take a hundred bucks and I say I know I'm going to lose this money. I'm just trying to have fun, right? So if I come out with two hundred bucks, woohoo! I made a hundred bucks. But if I lose that hundred, I take it the same way as if I just went to go see a movie or I went to go out to dinner, like, this is the cost of entertainment. That's what running evasion ups and hit chance down teams are. It's the cost of entertainment. I know there's a damn good chance that they're all going to die, but it's entertaining to watch. And so evasion, especially when you're running against, it, maybe it's an RNG thing, when you're running against PvE content, to me, a lot of, any content, really, Evasion is such a 50-50 proposition that I'm just, I just, if I'm trying to rely on it to get through something, I know I won't make it. I'll use evasion when I want to have fun and I don't care about the outcome. 
I'm not going to use evasion in nightmare campaign if I'm trying to go for the rewards and that's my only and I'm and I'm I'm really going for it and I don't want to lose. Like there's no way I'm going to do that because I it's not reliable enough unless you have like a Cassandra Kane who has 20 of them. It's not the it's it's not a good enough uh, probability that you're well, we going have to come doves. Out. We have Dove this time around, don't we, as well, to add into that mix. And I've I've started working on her, even and and I've worked on her in the sense of I think I'm gonna have her sixty ten tomorrow, and I'm working on her with the idea that she's going to be fun but not useful. But at the same time, if she can add five evasion ups to Batgirl's three or four evasion ups on top of Harley Quinn's five evasion ups, then I think it will be useful. But it's still a hard mechanic for me to say you should rely on because once, once one piece falls, like if you get just a bad roll on RNG and one piece falls, then that's the rest of your composition done. Agreed. You just reminded me of something I should mention here. As you're doing the nightmare challenge, you should take note for those, for folks that are struggling with it, take note because before you go into each node, it will tell you the number of each affinity that you'll have to face. It'll tell you how many energy affinity, how many physical affinity, and how many mystic, mystical affinity that you have to face mm-hmm. in that node. So you should use that information to prepare which team that you take in that particular node. So bear that in mind too, if for folks that are still struggling. So, for instance, an an all-physical team might actually work well in a node that has a lot of mystics that you have to face in in the number of waves. So you made me think of that as you're mentioning sort of a a number of physical characters that can help you survive. And actually, that's the other thing about it, too. With um, those evasion teams, basically everyone I just named is physical, like Dove, Batgirl, Harley Quinn, Cassandra Kane. I'm going to throw Scarecrow in there, even though he's more hit chance down. The only non-ones that I can think off the top of my head are Batman Beyond, and that is hit chance down, but still him, and Siren. Yeah, the, mean, major- the majority of evasion characters are physical. Physical. Yeah. So that's another note. Um, so, like, if you... It, if you're thinking about taking a evasion team in and you're about to face a bunch of energy, don't do it. <laughs> it's not it. And a lot of energy actually have can't miss abilities now that I think about it. You have your General Zod, you have your Superboy, you have your Connor Kent, you have your Superman, you have Terra. Uh, yeah, keep that in mind. So I think a actually, lot of the go ahead. I think a lot of the can't the can't miss characters. I don't think a lot of them are considered heavy hitters. You know, I think Steppenwolf's the only one that I really have um, closely leveled from the Count Miss category. And, I'm, you know, you're not going to get anywhere hitting with him, I think. Yeah. Um, I know General Zod hits pretty hard. Ho- okay, scratch that, because he used to. If you can get some ups on him, he can do some decent damage. But he'll one-shot any of those physicals that I'm talking about now, except for Cassandra Kane, I think, depending on the level, but he'll one, sh- he'll, he'll take Harley Quinn to bread. He'll take 
Cassandra Kane to Red. I don't know about Dove yet. I don't know how squishy she is. And he'll take out Batgirl, if I'm remembering correctly. By the way, for those of you who are at um, level 7011. So, so yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess that's something that we'll have to experiment with. Were there any other tunes that you were considering taking in Emperor King? Um, well, besides besides Wonder Woman, COTA, um, I'm really looking forward to seeing what she can offer this time. But then in the terms of evasion, though, I think she only ramps up if she takes damage. So if she evades, is she going to be is she going to be procking on those? You mean I'm Dove? No, on Wonder Woman's COTO. Does she have evasion on her? No, no, but if, if you include her in an evasion Oh, oh team, yeah, 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 of course, of course. Yeah, she only does, and actually since I have my, um, well, there, I'll double check, but she only, it's the same thing with Arcus. Like, Arcus, if you put him with um, an enchantress, uh, by the way, Dr. Zabaro said, shout out to the Q. Uh, Enchantress should be one of those included in your comps, but uh, we'll touch on that later. But if you put um, Arcus, for example, with a Enchantress, it's useless because the only time he ramps is when he takes that damage, and it's the same thing with Coda. If you put her on an evasion team, then you're kind of taking... If, she, if things work well for you in the evasions, then you're kind of taking away one of the best parts of her kit. Let me double check on that. Um, let me double check on that with Coda really quickly. And that is not Coda. That is Princess of Thermosphere. All right. So on this, it is 75% chance to use call to arms on enemies that damage Wonder Woman. So, yeah, they have to damage. If she doesn't mm -hmm. take any damage, she's not doing any work. Yeah, well, hopefully that's not the same for Azrael then. Because he's going to be on evasion teams, he's going to be ramping up and going crazy on every. Yeah, that's the other thing too. Because with art with Azrael, it's if any allies take damage. So if he's on an evasion team and none of the allies take damage, he'll never ramp. I see. Yeah. So that's the trick. You can't use Arcus, you can't use Azrael, and you can't use Coda if you want them to do the thing that's that you're looking for yeah then i think i think a support suit lex lead or a enchantress lead is going to mm -hmm. be very beneficial exactly like i would put the enchantress lead or the lex support suit lead, or even the dark side lead above trying to use evasions like that i would i would rather have enchantress and all that um damage immunity as opposed to counting on um evasions to protect us So, and so, and actually, um, to give, I wrote down here, and uh, Dr. Zabaro said this before, but to give like the tunes that I would recommend for Nightmare Campaign, I didn't really do specific comps, but the idea, and this is something that I kind of came to the conclusion of um, right at Nightmare when it seemed very clear to me that Bleeds worked very well in Nightmare Campaign. And that is partially because, and I will go here really quickly as I ramble on to try to vamp so I can get to her, so I can read out the thing that I need to read out. This is me vamping, voila. So uh, for her A1 damage to a single target, and she'll always give herself taunt on that. So that means she'll always be taunting, so she'll keep the damage coming towards her. 
And then on top of that, whenever she uses her, let me get down here. Um, at the beginning of every bleed's turn, 65% chance, and this actually can be booked up to 75% chance, uh, to apply four mins on herself. If she's taunting, she'll gain an awareness. So she, when I was using her in Nightmare Campaign, this is when I figured out, oh, I like bleeds, but she's garbage in PvP. And that's because tunes that can't ramp, that need to ramp, don't work in PvP because most PvP battles are going to be four turns. Like they're not going to be going on for an extended period of time. And so if you have a tune that can ramp, and this is where I would say, like, Doomsday would probably be relatively useful at PvE. At least I'm going to try. I think it might be relatively useful in Nightmare Campaign. Um, Gorilla Grodd, because Gorilla Grodd gives uh, permanent speed-ups. He's good in PvP as well, but I think he'd be good in Nightmare Campaign. Blease, because she taunts. Then as every time she gets a turn, she's going to give herself mins, and she's going to give herself awareness. So that's going to allow her to ramp up on a, on a lot of mins and keeps herself overhealing. And she's already pretty tanky, no matter where she is. Um, I think Dr. Zabaro mentioned this before as well. Uh, having Cyborg. Cyborg is a tune that needs to ramp. And then um, Emperor Gang, a man after my own heart, brought up Bane, a guy that I absolutely love. And I think I love because he got me through so many things in PvE. And I think that love just never went away. But he's also a character that... If he doesn't get one shot and he takes two or three hits, and he can be tanky, if he takes two or three hits and he starts to ramp up, then he's laying down strength downs, he's overhealing, he's doing out-of-turn shots, he's incredible. So those would be a couple of my recommendations. Donna Troy, of course, I think she goes anywhere, especially under Lex, because if you're buffing and getting awareness, that's just going to help with overall survivability. And I think Star Sapphire is also good for just crowd control because her AoE is actually pretty hard-hitting and puts on um, buff immunity, strength downs, and intelligent downs. So she's helping your team survive not only by healing, but also by making the enemy hits um, softer. And her basic hits incredibly hard. Her basic is, is, is incredible. Yeah. So, and uh, last but not least, these might be the ones that get debated, but this, these two are, have, were my favorite. I loved them, even though they're not incredibly useful. One of them only recently started love, well, recent. What is recent in this world? Um, I think that the disease debuff and the bleeds debuff will have more value in Nightmare Campaign. They have not been useful in PvP because, as I said, that whole you needing to ramp up thing is is a factor. PvP battles don't go on that long, so disease doesn't have a chance to spread or do anything, really. But if you're dealing with PvE content like Nightmare Campaign, if you have a Ra's al Ghul or a Man Bat, having those disease like affect the waves and spread through the waves consistently, giving damage every time an enemy takes a turn, I think they would be useful in Nightmare Campaign. So I'm hoping they would be. Those are my two favorite debuffs. Any thoughts on that? I don't have a large collection of bleed characters that I feel or disease characters that I think will be useful to me. 
but then you know it was it was yourself and Griefer that brought me on to stun teams. Oh, um, really? So maybe the Hawk Girl, Killer Frost, Killer Wog, and Dark Side together that could just be laying down the stuns. Be, that actually would be a really good because they can't hurt you if they can't move. That actually would be a really good comp, I think. I think yeah. I'm going to be. Sorry, go ahead, Mark. I think in terms of sort of asking yourself, how can I survive? You know, the question of survivability. Mm-hmm. You have the option of taunt, you have the option of mins, and you have the option of stuns. Mm-hmm. So it, I think it's important that I'm glad you've added that Emperor game because that's important as an option for folks that, that want to think about their survivability. Yeah, definitely. Stuns, that's a, that is a good shout, really. It's also why I think dark side under Lex, the combination of men's and stuns are going to be very powerful and useful in, in, uh, the, in the challenge. Nope. I'm going to note this right now so that um, I'll be sure to actually give that a try and maybe put a video out. Uh, because I think, yeah, that... Like the more that I think about it, because I love using, like I said, I love using Killer Frost and Hot Girl, and then the current PvP meta with Green Lantern, how Jordan run all over the place, it's hard to really get a chance to use them. But in Nightmare Campaign, I mean, the way that their kits work together and the way they keep giving each other turn meter up, and then if you have Dark Side giving them the call assist to just give out more stuns. And Killer Frost hits like a truck, and so does Hulk Girl. Now I think about it, but they both hit hard as hell too. That's actually that's awesome. Yeah, definitely. I should I, I should mention that there's a fourth option too for survivability. That's turn meter turn meter control. Okay, yeah, go for it. So taunt men stuns turn meter control are, are I think the main mechanics by which you can help yourself survive. And that would put into play one of my uh, favorite leads if. I mean, he has, he's kind of fallen out of favor with the current meta, but I love Red Hood. And I think I just keep naming tunes that are exceedingly hard to get because they don't do events for Red Robin. They don't do events for Wally West. They don't do events for Red Hood. Like the last Red Hood event was what, 2019, 18, 19, 2019? Like it's been a minute. Yeah. Well, there for a while they were giving red robin out every christmas up until this last christmas where they disappointed skipped on that but you had to wait a year to get it yeah right all right so from all of this uh emperor again what what do you think your your top selections are going to be going into the next uh nightmare campaign if you had to pick two teams that are going to be your first go-tos i think support suit lex as a lead mm-hmm. uh black flash for the obvious reasons yeah um and then as dr sabaro said including dark side under a support suit lex lead could be really helpful especially with the, the buffs triggering the healing mm-hmm. um and then i'm looking forward to using you know we got we got lady shiva um she's going to be new to this this time mm-hmm. um, where's your lady of- shiva at the moment uh, she's she's seventy eleven. Okay. Okay. Well, L two, L three. Uh, she's L three. Okay. 
Yeah, so she should be taking away awareness. Um, she'll be taking away awareness and she'll be, uh, yeah, with the turn meter combination as well. Turn meter teams, I have to get my head around them. I'm, I'm not too up to scratch with completely manipulating turn meter. I know there's a lot of tunes that I have that I use, like you mm -hmm. said, Red Hood. Uh, but off of a Red Hood lead, I, I never use him. Um, he has to be uh, used as a lead for him to be really, really beneficial, especially nowadays. Yeah. He was good off lead, and he's still not bad, but there's just way better out there than him. Like, there's no reason to to bring him. But, I mean, yeah, Black Flash will actually be one of those things I didn't include, but uh, Dr. Zabaro said I should, is that Black Flash and Superwoman, they're obvious, but they're maybe not so obvious. Those are definitely two that you should have in your thought process when you're trying to build a team for Nightmare Campaign. I'm not 100%, but is, is it a team of four that you play per round, or is it going to be waves of teams that you play for? Waves. Oh, waves. okay. So, yeah. So there's a lot of ramp-up ability. Exactly. That, that's exactly. going to be on offer. And that was the thing that um, kind of caught me before, where it was like, it made me realize when I was going through Nightmare Campaign that a lot of us who are already in game or already have like super deep rosters complain about every tune that comes out not being able to use them in PvP, blah, 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 blah. And then, like I said, when Belize came out, it was like, okay, well, the developers have to be have to design tunes for people who are still early and mid in the game so they can get through the regular PvE content. It still needs to be fun for them. They can't just keep making tunes for the people who've already completed all the PvE content. They need to make tunes that are good for everyone at every, or tunes that are good for very early and then in the middle of the game and then at the end of the game and, and, and. And so certain tunes that we get, like Impulse, for example, I don't think he's that great. Apparently, he's good at 8011. I, um, I don't see him running around anywhere. But he, I think genuinely that he would be really good in PvE content, and I want to try to use him in um, Nightmare Campaign. But Nightmare Campaign helped me realize, like when you have waves and waves and waves of of enemies coming at you, then yeah, Doomsday is going to be more viable for you because he's going to ramp up and just be an absolute beast at the end. So um, yeah, I think that uh, some of the the tunes that you're leaning toward, like the cyborg who's garbage in PvP, yeah, he might he might actually be worth doing something with Nightmare. Who knows? So if you want it, if you want it, because you're starting to go a little bit longer than you you usually go in these particular episodes. If you're oh no no no, this is actually the long form episode that we're gonna have to release um, next Friday. The longer form that Hate Mail wants for oh, the okay. uh, podcast. So we're okay. All right. So just to answer your question, my go-to team is most likely going to be the two obvious, uh, Lex Survival Support Suit, Black Flash. And I think if you have those two, you can essentially plug in a wild card for the other two, whatever it is that you think works best for you. But I will probably use Artemis for my third and either Dark Side or Hippolyta for the fourth. That will probably be my go-to team for uh, the Nightmare Challenge. And as I said before, uh, for folks that 
this isn't working for you if you're still at 60, 10, or possibly even lower, the Lax, World's Greatest Detective, Red Robin, and Donna Troy will let you win. But you have to know how to use that, that composition. You have to keep Red Robin and World's Greatest Detective in a time term meter loop the whole time. You have to be patient. And you have to, yes, be incredibly patient because it is a time intensive team. Very, but it will, if, if you're at, if you're just at your wits end and can't use it, if, you, if you're at a lower level and can't do it, then it will be a means for you to uh, acquire those resources that are hard to get if you're still at a lower level. But if you're playing at 7-Eleven, I would recommend Lex Black Flash and then two other wild cards, especially any character that uses special damage, like Artemis is one of the very few physical characters that are special damage characters. Yeah, it's her so and um, Joker, right? Yeah, there's only a few. And the thing about Artemis, too, is that she can stun which mm -hmm. on her second, which helps with survivability. And her third, after she ramps up, just wrecks the, the other team. Absolutely wrecks. Yeah, it does. With the, heal with the heal immunity so they don't revive. So, all right, fellas. I think we'll, I guess, put a period on that conversation, on that, uh, on that book. And we'll move on to the next topic, which is, this is kind of a play off of a video that I did before, but basically in this topic, it is, what are the three tunes that you've invested in that you wish you had it? And when you do that, tell us where you wish you had put those resources. And so for us, we're 7011, we're not whales. We don't have all of our rosters completed. I have a large portion of my roster completed, but it's, there's still some tunes in there that I would love to work on. That's why you see me like over here, like just scrolling through really quickly, making sure I didn't miss anybody. Uh, same with Dr. Zabaro, same with Emperor Gang. So actually we'll start with Emperor Gang first. Just give us one tune that you wish you had not invested in and the tune that you wish you had put those resources into instead. I think, well, I don't have a, a huge roster of 7011 characters, mm -hmm. but one of them is Hush. Um, really? he, he is useful, but mm -hmm. I do not use him ever. Same. <laughs> Same. So, well, He's well, useful, but I don't use him. <laughs> yeah, that's it. He, he is useful. I never <laughs> use him. Um, so I think at the time I was just going, oh, great. Yeah, Hush, he's going to be excellent. And, and he is, he is. He is good, yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. there's so many more tunes that I could have invested in before him. Okay, and so then, given Hush, if you could take those resources back and put them in one of them that you wish you could have, which one would you choose? I think I would have done that with Camo. He's still a work in progress, mm -hmm. but I think I, I would have benefited from, from maxing him to 7011. A lot, you know, I, I would have made far more use of him than I have done with Hush, 100%. Kimo's an absolute nightmare. He is. He was garbage before, but that rework really helped him. And I love him. I love that I have him 7011. I don't use him as much as I should, but he is an incredible taunter. He is really, really good. So 
I definitely recommend farming him and leveling him up. He's worth it if you need a taunter, especially. So, Dr. Zabaro, give us one of your regrets and uh, a wish that you had. All right. I would say if I could take back my resources, probably, and, and I'm just strictly basing this on the 7011 characters I have invested mm -hmm. in and not the 6010, because I played at 6010 for a very long time mm -hmm. and have probably 40 still at 6010. So I'm, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm going to leave those aside and focus on my 7011s. And I would say probably my number one biggest regret is Bleeze. Yep. Uh, uh, she doesn't work with herself. She has very bad internal consistency. She does not synergize with herself. She does. It, it doesn't work. Um, I don't. I don't think she's good at all. And I, mm -hmm. I invested in her because she's a lantern. And I'm like, mm -hmm. all right, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm going to do some fan service here. And, in fact, and I do I love Lee's the character. The character herself, like the her entire history, I didn't know until I read Blackest Night. I didn't know any of them, honestly, until I read Blackest Night. And I love her story. I love how it, like, I mean, granted, it's dark, but I love it. Like, she, I love where it came from. Yeah. But as a character in the game, no, can't do it. Uh, uh, run her in Nightmare Campaign. It'll change your mind. I don't know. I, <laughs> well, you I got her. Might as well. <laughs> you can't take it back. I don't know that I can get past my disappointment. <laughs> And if you could put those resources into another, who would it be? Um, I have a wish list. Um, I right now, so my my wish list is kind of long. Give, give the give the one, give the one that you would do, and then we'll the come. We're going to do a circle of three. Okay, the top on my wish list in in order right now is uh, Clayface, which I'll be working on next. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That. Yeah, that um, actually, and in fact, to that point, what I'll do is because I I have him on my list as well, but um, what I'll say is like one of my top regrets, and I, and it's because I just don't know why it doesn't work is uh, Firestorm. Firestorm got a rework, and I really wanted to to develop Firestorm. I don't even I don't know why because I don't even like the damn character himself. Like, I don't like the character from the comics. I don't like the character in that that show DC Legends of Tomorrow, whatever it was called. Like, I don't like the character. And I think he looks cool, I think is the reason why I wanted to level him up. I did it after a rework because I was like, he must be good. Now it was a rework. And that was the dumbest idea and the dumbest logic behind putting so many resources into taking him 7011. Was not worth it. You could, I ran him under Lex thinking that he was going to be a beast. He hits like a four-year-old with a pillow, and and it doesn't matter how many end-ups you put on him. So he was any slow. He's slow. So that was a waste. And I wish, and this was before I was with the Drunken Irish Alliance, I wish I put those resources instead in a Clayface because I started Clayface. I got Clayface really early in the game. And it was literally, this is the first, game like this of its kind that I ever played and I didn't understand the mechanics I was just putting like resources in the characters that I liked from comic books and Clayface was one of those characters and he just wasn't useful 
And then I went back, like, I want to say about nine months ago. And I was like, let me just look at Clayface, because people say that he's good, but he's not. And when when I was coming into it, when I was working on Clayface, Wonder Girl was a much bigger thing than she is now. And I was like, okay, he's not even good. And if I'm going to play against Wonder Girl, he's going to get my whole team destroyed. Like, why would I do this to myself? And I went back and I noticed that I hadn't done any of his gear. I had just leveled him up thinking like that was supposed to be what was going to make him better and all that other stuff. And I was like, okay, so maybe I should actually have given him a legitimate shot and seen if he would have really worked. So I've got him to 60-10 now. I got enough frags to take him RB1 if I want to. He's at L- he's L3 right now. So I wish I had taken the time and been more patient and actually developed my clay base. So has, has Clayface only just become useful in the last few months though? Because before then, he was mm-hmm. a he was a small obstacle. He was just yeah. he, a bit like Superman. He was mm-hmm. just a bit of an annoyance. But recently with a change in the meta, I think Clayface is becoming a lot more useful in the team. Okay, that makes me feel better. <laughs> no, he 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 has with the with the introduction of of um, of newer characters recently, he's gained new relevance in a way that he hasn't had in a long time. And the reason he actually fell out of the meta year oh, years ago was because of the introduction of Wonder Girl. Just yeah, she destroys his entire value. And she still is very much a good counter, even though she um, these characters um, have faced some power creep, which mm-hmm. in the case of Wonder Girl, it's not enough in my opinion, but uh, you know, that's another, that's another. But she's uh, still topic. not the threat that she used to be though. Like she's definitely not, in fact, I mean, I don't, I mean, she, I'm more worried about Azrael than I'll ever be about Wonder Girl at the moment. And I'm not even really that worried about Azrael anymore. Yeah, because you have Red Robin and Arcus. Because <laughs> I have Kilowog. So, Emperor Gang, give us your number two regret and the number two wish. Uh, I think this is going to be a popular one. I'm sorry if I'm stealing anyone's thunder here, but it has to be Mr. Miracle. Um, Every single time I look at his picture (laughs) on my roster, I I just feel sick. He's one of my favorite characters in the comics. I need to read the comic. I do need to read one. I've never read a Mr. Miracle comic a day in my life. I need to read it. Read the series by Tom King. It blew my mind. I absolutely. I think you loved told it. me that once before, Tom King. Yeah, it was fantastic. You'll you'll see a side of of Scott Free that you've never seen before. Um, it's 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 fantastic, and I I've I've always I I, I love the New Gods, um, mm. and Mister Miracle was 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 useless before the rework, and he is very 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 niche after the rework i can't mm. think of many times when i i'd ever think oh i better include scott free in this one yeah so he's he's certainly a regret but i've, I've never gone to 7011 i've only gone to 6010 but that is one that's that is one that whenever i see his face i just think uh what could have been Everyone said, like, my Mr. Miracle is, like, level 21-1. Like, I never, I think I was, like, slow gearing him for for some event or whatever, but 
thankfully I didn't make that mistake. And who would you dump those resources into? Who would I dump those resources into? Well, I think I, I've only got Lara Flea's L1. Um, mm. So that's why I've never invested in him. But I really would, would like to get a really heavy hitting green. I don't have many he heavy hitting energy characters. So I think I'd like to choose Lovelies. I only have them L2, and that's because I haven't seen like an event for them since that initial, the very first uh, siege. It was Larkley's Frags, and that's where I got my frags from to begin with. I think maybe once he was a Wraith PvP award, and he's L2 for me. And quite frankly, he was my heavy hitting green at L2 until Arcus came. Like he still was, he was bashing skulls at L1, L2 for me. So. And it's A3 just because it purges all the buffs alone makes yeah. him incredible. So he's a, he's a, he's still a good he's still a good tune if you're if you have a shallow roster he's still a good tune. So Doctor Zabaro, your turn. Who's number two on your regrets and number two on your wish list? Uh, number two on my regrets, and it's unfortunate because I was asking in those polls that Joker does. For a long time, for this character to be added, and that's Indigo. Indigo one. Uh, uh, yeah. She, another lander, and that doesn't work. They seem to be polarized. You know, they seem to be really good lanterns and really crappy lanterns. Yeah. I took her seventy eleven, but to be quite honest, I did it later on after her event, and then I never even try to use her so i don't know if she's good or bad i legitimately just have never really used her like what's her main issue she just doesn't bring a whole lot to the team um i will say i think that she's better than blees but <laughs> but <laughs> according to you that's not very hard to be no no uh, blees is a very big disappointment um but, you know, when you I don't mind having characters that do very little damage that are utility characters if they bring really helpful, useful utility to the team. And I think it's only marginal with her in terms of the utility she actually brings. And then who would be the one on that wish list? Oh, let me look at my my wish list again. Uh, my next one on the wish list in terms of I'm going to be leveling up is Cassandra Kane. I don't like oh, you don't have Oh, oh, okay. I thought you had I her. I don't like right. Evasion, but I feel like she's a must-have. She is. And I just recently bought a pack of her in the shop maybe a month ago just so I could get her to L4. Yeah. I had her at L3 for uh, quite some time, and now that I have her L4, I'm going to level her up to 70. She is the one tune where where evasion works perfectly, the way it's supposed to. And she even has a little gap in her evasion so she doesn't keep them all keep it all the time. So there's a fair chance to get a shot off on her and kill her if you're if you're facing her so that it's not um, an unfair advantage. Like it's she has that one single gap that she'll get when you're facing her that you can take her out. However, if you use her right offensively, then she'll keep evasions and invisibility, relatively speaking. So she's definitely, definitely, definitely annoying the face. 
100%. Incredibly annoying. Um, So for my disappointment list, I would say Red Robin, just to spite Dr. Zabaro. Um, (laughs) But I'm going to be genuine about this, and I'm going to go with Ultraman. I've complained about him before, um, so I'm not going to go into a huge diatribe, but I don't I know what they were trying to do with this kid. They were trying to say that he steals buffs and transfer buffs and all this other crap, but it none of it worked. And and the mechanic they tried to use for him just enhancing villains seemed to be a good idea, but it just fell short. And I think part of it is because the amount of buffs that he's supposedly transferring and not transferring, a lot of it was qualified by a bunch of if-thens. And then the if-thens weren't even a high enough number for it to really warrant anything. And it never worked the way it was supposed to. Like, he was, I can use him if I need to, but I don't ever want to need to. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't want him in my life. Like, it's, it's trying to rely on that friend who says he'll help you whenever, but then when you need to move, suddenly he can't be there for you. You know what I mean? Like he's there's there's always this kind of person. He's a, he's that person in your life that you if you you know you shouldn't count on him, and if you do, you you kind of get what you need, but not quite. You know what I mean? It's just it's a letdown. I guess I feel the same way about him that you guys feel about Mister Miracle because I kind of like the character itself. Actually, you know what? Let me take that back. He's a bit trite. I don't know. I had such a high hope for Ultraman, and I think it's because of the um, Earth, the Crisis on Two Earths animated uh, movie. I don't know if either one of you watched that. Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted him to be like that. And in my head, that's what I was seeing when they pulled him out. And when I read his kit, it just seemed like this is going to be a fun kit. It was nuanced. It had different things that weren't in other tunes, a lot like what happened with Blue Beetle this month. And it just fell short completely. It was just a disappointment. I don't know how was, I, sh- I don't know how to really explain it, but it just fell short. I think it's the same thing like you were saying with Blue Beetle in our last episode, where it's I like the concept of the nuance in it, but the nuance itself, the idea was good, but the execution was poor. Just a better way of saying it. And the tune that I wish I had invested in was a. Green Arrow, Emerald Knight. I still only have him 60-10, and I kind of trapped myself to having him in 60-10 now because I've started using him in the um, new tunes at 60-10 videos, and I use three very specific tunes, and it's just so you get a fair gauge of the power level of the new tune versus a consistent team. So I wasn't really worried about synergies. It's just a matter of these guys do this at 60-10. And so now here's the new tune in there to see the to see the comparison. And now I don't think I'll ever take up 70-11 because of that. But everyone has everyone told me from the beginning to take up 70-11. And I don't know why I refuse to do it. I never did. I always got distracted with other tunes. And now he's just sitting there at 60-10. So that is one of the ones that I wish I had taken to 7011. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Well, neither was I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
All right, so Emperor Gang, last round. Who is your last regret and your last wish? Uh, well, I want to say, I want to say, it's, it's going to be controversial. I'm going <laughs> I'm I'm to say, say Donna Troy, and I blame oh. you for this. I blame you for this. Oh, now I only have I only have Listen. her L two. And but which I, L which which legendary points do you have? Uh, the recommended one. So her second, which is Amazonian challenge at the beginning of the battle. Yeah. And then uh, also apply one awareness on her on her passive. Yeah, yeah okay. her fifth. Um, two that you need. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I. I just don't think she's viable enough at L2 to be as useful as as she was made out to be. I never use her, and when I do, she, she's easily dismantled. I think she is also a victim of power creep, because I would say this, like a year and a half ago, she was tanky. She would be considered a tanky mm. uh, taunter. And now, I will, to be fair to you, now I do bring her, but I feel like I need to protect her a little bit more, and I'm not bringing her to be the taunter or the tank. I'm bringing her for the awareness and to reduce the cooldowns of the team. Like, if I think if they remove the taunt from her kit, she would be better for me. I would use her more because I don't want her to get hit because she falls too quickly nowadays. Yeah. There's yeah. Shiva there, too. No. Yeah, exactly, and she will crack her skull. So, I still love the reduced cooldowns, and I still love all the awareness. But you, I have to give it to you. You have a point. Unlike Doctor Zabaro with uh, Red Robin and Bleeves, you do have a point that um, Donna Troy is not what she used to be. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and she she offers nothing offensive offensively. No, no, no. Stuns. Kind of, her stuns are her stuns are okay, but they're not exactly one hundred percent chance. She's more yeah, she's much more effective um at a higher level when when you think of the stuns because the last recommended legendary point increases her probability of stunning on her third. Oh yeah, I think that is wait, yeah, if she had yeah, hold up. If the mean, team if the team has um more than eight X, buffs. X number of buffs. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I think I have that one because I do. I oh, I do have her L five. I don't know why I thought I didn't. Each time an enemy uh, damages an ally, Donna Troy gains twenty percent turn meter, forty percent chance to counter with roundhouse kick when Donna Troy gets hit. Not that one. No, is that no? There, but I do know what you're talking about. There is one. Oh yeah, plus thirty percent chance to stun if all allies have. Four plus buffs. That's on her A3. I will mention this. Uh, out of all the characters on my roster that I've leveled and invested in, they're all 7011 except for Donna Troy, who's mm -hmm. 811, my only 8011. Actually, you know what? Now that you mention it, I have her at 7511. I did boost up her power level. Mm. I, I think she's, I think for her, it's worth that extra, a little bit of extra HP that you. Okay. Let me see. Could I? Uh, I might actually do that for her later on today. Is take her level eighty, if I have the resources. I'm still trying to 
anyway, okay, I don't need to go into <laughs> I don't need to go into the things that I'm actively doing at the moment to from our team. But okay, so and then you would take those resources from Donna Troy and put them into who? Well, this is a bit of a cheat because even though I only have him at R three, I feel like I'm missing out. Um, and that's Atrocitus. No, uh... Atrocitus is good. I don't use him. Well, because he's only R three for me, I've never used him at all. But mm -hmm. I do like the sound of his kit and what he can do and I feel that he would be he would be beneficial in certain situations but I could be wrong because I've never used him but um, I, no, I would he, like to he is. he is he is beneficial in certain situations um, I like him the reason I like Atrocitus is because um, especially when I in Evasion makes it a problem these days, but when, when you're not facing evasion, then just having a team that's auto to get you through things when you're like, I don't, I'm not interested in thinking through this today. I just want to get through the grind. He's a great yeah. choice for, yeah. for helping you through the grind. That's true. And honestly, there have been times where I've run him at lead and I forget to hit auto on the team and the team has already done a lot of damage because they're all enraged anyway. So they're just attacking on their own. And then I'll turn around and say like, why isn't the battle finished? And it's because, well, I never hit auto. They were just going based on the rage that was already happening within his kit. So, okay. And I will say this, I did make it a point to get his black lantern skin and that is sick. He has one of the best skins in the game. So I will give him credit for that. Dr. Zabaro, it is now to you. Your last regret and your last wish list. Uh, last one, Supergirl. Damn, you took my last one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what. Now, I played at 60-10 for a long time before, before making the deep dive, the 70-11, which I made you know, probably over a year ago now. Yeah. She was very helpful, especially under Atrocitus lead. I use yeah. Supergirl Atrocitus. I can't remember the other two. I think Donna Troy and, and some other, and I can't remember the, the fourth one. I use that composition for a very, very long time at 6010. So it worked very well at 6010, but at 7011, not so much. Um, and she was even worthless in the raid where she was a 5X character. Worthless. Because she does no damage. She does no damage. She does have the unique ability of being the only character that does an AoE on her basic, but big yeah. deal if it's not doing anything. So uh, it's unfortunate that I don't think she works very well at all at, at 7011. And that second ability, what is that? What is that? Do? Yeah, I, it's um, hold on, because I'm looking at her right now. The second ability. Apply two affinity resistant ups to all allies, 11%. Turn meter to a random ally, and that 11% can be ringed out to 6, 12, 17, so 28%. That's an odd number. Am I doing that math correctly? 3, 6, 9, 12, 7, or uh, 18. Oh, 17, 28%. Why is that, a, why is that the number? Anyway, um, 
Yeah, plus 28% turn meter to a random ally, not even to everybody. Yeah, it's a worthless buff, really. Yeah, absolutely worthless. And, and, and in terms of who I would invest in uh, alternatively, I might be cheating here because I'm still equivocating on which one of these three I want to take for the third, but yeah. uh, it would be one of these three, Chemo, Mr. Freeze, or Midville. I'm still out of those decide. three, I would lean towards Chemo and Mr. Freeze. I don't well put like this. I don't have much experience in Medfield. I think Mr. Freeze is criminally underrated, and I feel like he didn't even need a rework. When they gave him a rework, he was still good then. But um, I like Mr. Freeze a lot, despite the fact that I don't use him, which might actually speak to the fact of he's not that good. But I think Mr. Freeze is actually a pretty good character. I like him a lot. I like and his I have, design. I like his kit. It's really good. And I think I have enough to take um, Mr. Freeze and Camo to RB2 if I wanted to. I think I could take Mr. Freeze to RB1 maybe. But because um, I did take him 7011. And you know what? I'm going to start. Pl- oh, wait. No. Wow. I could take him. Yeah, I might be able to take him RB2 as well. But um, I'm going to start using him more because I do like him. And I do like what his kit offers. I want to build a team around Mr. Freeze because I think he is really good. And I hate his um, legendary skin. I wish they had kept just the regular skin. And I had to actually buy it to make sure that I would keep the, the regular skin. So, um, okay. I don't know Medfield that well. I haven't really used him. I took him, I think, 60-10, and that was it. Back when he had his event way back when, but I haven't really done anything with him since. So, there he goes. Now, as far as my last ones, I'm going to make a little bit of, I made a little bit of an amendment. I just, I just noticed someone in here, and I'm going to say two regrets because I stole your one regret with Clayface. Or no, I stole your um, one um, wish with Clayface. But the one regret Super I have is, uh, no, 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 before when you said that Clayface was a wish that you had, I just bounced off of that. So um, I'll give like two extra wishes. And then the one regret that I'll give is uh, Penguin. Recently, relatively recently, I invested in Penguin thinking that he'd be a good taunter and that he would be able to help with the survivability of my team by giving himself awareness and the taunt. The problem is, is that I did it too late. I mean, he had his brief time where he was good in the game and not even great, but good. And I waited well after that point. I collected a lot of frags of him from the PVP shop. Um, enough to take him L4, not like a huge amount. Enough to take him L4. And then I took him 70-11 and I'm really wishing I had not done that. I think I fell into the trap of me just wanting to level up every Batman-related character. Um, And then the two that I will say as a substitute for Clayface would be, I wish I had invested in Constantine, and I would like to invest in Jay Garrett. Apparently, Jay Garrett has gotten much better since his rework, and I would like to play with him a bit and test that out. And if you've ever faced Constantine at lead, he's an absolute nightmare. And I think that would be fun to have, like, a Constantine with Black Mask, um, Cersei, and um, Chemo team. Just nothing but debuffs and just infuriate anybody who wants to face them. 
Yeah, and I think I, I've been eyeing Jay too, just because one of the main reasons is because he has a can't miss ability. Yeah. And I, I always, when I see it can't miss, I'm always, you know, evaluating the potentiality of investing in them. I took that for dark side just because I wanted to take his, his other, his A3 or whatever, but I took it because it, I had to have the can't miss. So, in any case, I think that wraps up our top three regrets and top three wishes list. So, I'm going to call it an evening because, in case you guys didn't know, um, Dr. Zabaro's been doing nothing but working this morning, and he's just waking up, and uh, Emperor Gang and I, we're, I'm sitting here watching, it's dark outside now. <laughs> and we're all in different time zones. Yeah, exactly. I'm in Switzerland, Emperor Gang is in the, in the UK, and you're in, where, where are you exactly in the... I'm in Ohio. Ohio. I was just saying the great Midwest. Where are you exactly? Yeah. Um, so we're all over the world right now. Look at what technology has done for us all. Absolutely. So, say again? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. amazing, isn't it? It is amazing. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, so I am going to sign off here and say a very special thank And in fact, that's why you guys heard me pause for a second, because I almost said names that I wasn't supposed to say. <laughs> that is how tired I am at the moment right now. So in any case, I'm going to give a very, very sincere thanks to Emperor Ging and Dr. Zabaro. Thank you for joining, gentlemen. It was a pleasure. Thank you for having us. And if you've managed to watch it all the way through, thank you so much for watching. Please like, please subscribe. Please comment below with any questions that you do have, and we will see you next time.